Welcome to Let's Be Honest, the podcast where we dive into the depths of shared life experiences and celebrate the incredible stories you awesome people have to tell. I'm your host, Haley with a G, and together we're going to embark on a journey of laughter, tears, and everything in between. Each episode, we're going to hear firsthand accounts, relatable anecdotes, and powerful narratives from remarkable individuals. Sit back, open your heart, and let's explore the vibrant world of shared experiences that truly make us who we are. Welcome back to episode two of Let's Be Honest. On today's episode, we have a special guest sitting in with us, uh, Dr. Jenna, the best PT in the house. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for being my guinea pig. I will be your guinea pig anytime. So we have asked our listeners what they wanted to do for podcast number two, and they wanted to talk about online dating. You are an expert in that, and I figured that it'd be the best topic to talk about. Dr. Jenna is a longtime friend of mine and Crystal's, and we have gotten closer, I feel like, as the years have gone by. Our kids are the same age, so we get to travel together and do a lot of fun stuff. So we're recording right now from Wikiwachi Springs. Paradise. Paradise. And Jenna met a friend in the water, Mr. Manatee. <laughs> Mr. Manatee kept hiding from her, kept running away every time she came out, but finally he came up to eat right next to you. And now Mr. Manatee and Jenna are on a uh, first-name basis. They're going to meet each other's families, so it's going pretty steady, I think. <laughs> Successful, yes. All right, so can you share with us a little bit about the experience of going through your divorce? Um, yeah, I mean, the divorce itself uh, was not too traumatic it was the prior the leading up to the divorce that was you know a bit of an experience um but we had a pretty pretty stable divorce i think you know we kind of agreed on a lot of things and you know the actual divorce process wasn't horrible but the, the trauma leading up to the divorce was the hard part but actually the deciding to get divorced was one of the hardest decisions i had to make but it was the best decision i ever made if you were to go back in time, you would definitely make the same same decision of oh, getting divorced. A thousand. Yeah, probably would have done it sooner, to be honest, but then I wouldn't have my daughter. So, right. You know, it all happened the way it was supposed to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, how long were you guys together? Oh, gosh, we were together before we got married for 10 years. And then we were married like a week shy of seven years. So a long time. Wow. Yeah. So you guys were married for 17 years, basically. Well, yeah, together we for together. 10, married for seven, yeah. two kids, yeah. which, hey, you got the, the price at the end of the of the rainbow for sure with that. Exactly. Now, how long has it been since the divorce? Uh, we were divorced. It's been a little over two years now. Over two years. Yeah. Now, how long after you were divorced, and this might be a controversial question, but how long after you were divorced did you start dating? I waited uh, like a solid year. I was probably 10 months or so. So 10 months. And was that online dating immediately yeah. or? Okay. I had to do online dating just because with the kids, I have zero free time. So I only have two nights a week. So those two nights when I first started dating, I was, those were my date nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have a really limited schedule. So I would, just, I would never have met anybody. Okay. Now, what sites did you go on? I started off with Bumble. Uh, then I dabbled with Hinge a little bit. Um, and I also tried one called Stir, which is for uh, single parents. It has great potential, but in our area, 
the pickings were slim. <laughs> Very slim. When you go on the sites, which one's your favorite? Is Bumble? Um, Bumble's probably my favorite. That's the one where the woman leads. So you don't match unless the woman matches. I have to do the first initiation of the conversation. Why do you like that? Because it's a little more, it allows you to have the power. Guys can be a little aggressive. Yeah. Um, I, I really like Hinge. That's where I met uh, the boyfriend that I was dating uh, previously. So I like, I mean, I like that one for, I like them all for different reasons. Do you find that in, like between them, some are more about hookups and others, people with intentions to like have formal relationships or what have you found? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, probably more on the relationship side. Those are the ones that I've been on, but there's definitely some fuck boys. <laughs> on all of the apps yeah, yeah do you think a majority much. of them are out there just looking for a hookup um i don't know actually i don't think so a lot of them put it like right in their bio like i'm i'm not looking for hookups i just i want you know start out with a friendship first and i don't know if that's all talk but um you know i think you kind of know from the beginning if they're just wanting a hookup or if they want something to come of it now are they upfront with what they want basically like on the first date what are you guys talking about when you meet up is it yeah. getting to know each other or is it hey are you down to you know yeah. are you down to down i think um right away i know and honestly i'm like extremely open uh from the from the beginning like i'm probably too open i just lay it all out there tell exactly how it is how i feel what i want um so i've been trying to be really open about that just because you know, in the beginning, I wasn't sure what I wanted. Um, so I kind of was just not sure, feeling out the waters and kind of testing. But that's good, though, because you're yeah. setting the boundaries, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of letting them know what you're about, yeah. not having any surprises. And it, that's kind of scary, I feel like, from a woman's perspective. What are, what are some things you do before you go on a date to kind of be safe? I um. I don't know. I chat with the guys a decent amount before I meet up with anybody. So I'll probably talk to somebody for a week or so before we even decide to exchange phone numbers and then meet in person. Um, and then I share my location <laughs> with family. So I try to tell at least one person that I'm going on a date. Um, and then my family and some friends have my location on my phone. Have you encountered any dates where you've been like, holy shit, I need, I need an out? No, so far. I mean, I feel like I've had a pretty good experience. I don't know if it's because I'm in an older age range you know i'm in the late 30s uh, age range so um i don't know if that's a thing or if i'm just naive i don't know but i've never felt uncomfortable maybe they're just putting the the drugs in your drink right. and you're like hey it just tastes good yeah. no I've, I've had some really actually pretty good experiences for the most part i mean so what's one of the uh, most surprising things that's happened on a date i don't know on a date i don't i don't know if there's anything been very surprising you know, uh, the thing that I, I don't know, I, I am kind of surprised about how guys just are, want to get physical almost right away. Really? Yeah. Like first, second date, like it's, there have been a couple people who have like been very kind of pushy, like we're adults, we can make decisions. Like no one's judging us. We can do whatever. Right. You know? Um, so some of the guys have been pretty pushy about that, even though they want relationships, I think mm -hmm. the people, but they just are. They're trying now. to drive the car before they buy it exactly. out the lot, right? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I guess it's not really surprising just because men. And I feel know? like it's the age group too, because at this point in life, you're kind of like, you're on 
the down. I mean, I hate to say this, but we're really on the downward part of our life. So we have no time to lose. Like we've got little kids at this point. It's you're going to find who, who you're going to find and kind of make yeah. a life with them. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to waste any time. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's one thing that I learned about myself was I need to be more picky. Like I, you know, I feel like a lot of my life just because like people pleasing and just being a woman and whatever you're trying to be what they want you to be. Um, and I have decided and I need to be, you know, remind myself of this, like, are they good enough for me? Not, am I good enough for them? Good for you. But I'm working on that. It's a work in progress. Good for you. And that's good for all women to hear and know, you know, we really hold the cards. And sometimes that saying of it's better to be alone than in bad company is 100% true. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something I, initially when I got divorced, I was so happy to be alone. Like I, never thought that I would want any sort of companion in my house like I never would didn't think I wanted anything long term like maybe just you know friends here and there um, I did you know I've come to the realization that I do want a partner um, but initially I just wanted to be alone so badly you know I had been stuck for a very long time um, in a partnership that was really not a partnership it wasn't a partnership but you know now do you feel like you learned a lot about yourself within that period of the year that you were kind of alone after the divorce? I think so. I mean, I, I definitely just learned that, like, I don't ever want to settle. I don't ever want to change who I am for somebody else ever again, because I was trying to fit myself in this mold of, you know, being afraid of judgment. Like, you know, I, I just want to be able to be myself completely and not ever have to worry about that. Yeah, and you're great. I mean, you're honestly, and I'm not just saying that, you're a catch, you know, you're educated, you're beautiful, you're, you know, so if a man can't acknowledge that and value that, then he's not worth your time. Yeah. And I think just, you know, not everybody is going to be a match for everybody. I mean, there can be great people out there who, you know, I love a lot of different qualities about them. You know, they could be cute, but just, you know, it, it just might not be that match. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to not have a love connection on every single date you go on. That's true. I mean, that you, you can make friends, too. You know, friends yeah. are valuable. Yeah. I mean, sure. we've been trying to convince you to come to the Lady Pond for forever, and that's just not happening. So <laughs> we're still I, trying, guys. We're still trying. I've considered. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not there yet. All right. So what are some major deal breakers for you? Uh, smoking would be one big one, for sure. Um, and I just want someone who is secure in a job. Like, you don't have to have a ton of money, but someone who kind of knows what they want. Um, so I think that would probably be a deal breaker for me if they're kind of floating around still in their late 30s, you know, with no sort of guidance, you know. No plan in place. Yeah. That, that's great. <laughs> have you discovered any unexpected turn-ons with the this whole new side of Jenna and online dating and yeah. finding yourself? I definitely know that I like uh, the guy to take the lead. I, not to say aggressive, but I want them to be the driver in the driver's seat. Like, I, I want them to, you know, a little aggressive, actually. Now, are we driving automatic or stick shift? <laughs> Hopefully stick shift. <laughs> now, do you think you've made any regrettable mistakes with online dating? Have you given somebody your house address too soon or kind of like, yeah. shit, I shouldn't have kind of deal? Not my house address, but I've given them my lady bits. I have made some regrettable choices on 
being peer pressured into those guys that are aggressive like let's yeah. do this um not to say that i really regret regret it i mean i it was consensual everything was consensual and you know it wasn't unsafe or i didn't feel but i just was like why yeah but i mean you learn from it yeah now you know what you don't want yeah yeah for sure how do you handle that uncomfortable moment when they're trying to be aggressive and you're i ghost them <laughs> but what if they're in uh, your house oh. and they're like hey let's go and you're like no not interested yeah no i mean in those moments like when i say i'm not ready yet they've they've all been respectful the guys that i've been with like i'm not ready for this yet we need to wait another you know another couple days like i need to get to know you a little bit more they've all been pretty respectful when i when i push back now do you recommend uh other women carry mace around with them on dates some of these guys they sound like tools oh they're all tools i would say 90 percent of them are tools um i don't know i mean i feel like i'm a pretty physical physically capable woman right you know i'm not like a dainty you know i feel like i would not be the person that no, I'm going to knock on wood. and This is for Micah. <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, I feel like I am, maybe I'm too overly confident. I don't know. I feel like I could definitely handle myself. Right. As long as I stay sober. So, you know, I mean, that's the thing. is The slippery slope of alcohol being involved, for sure. Yeah. You need the lubrication to, <laughs> to loosen yourself up a little bit. No pun intended. Um, but, you know can't uh can't get too far you know just being safe i feel like is the the main so if you could give women who are kind of afraid of jumping into the online dating scene because they've been married forever have kids what would you say to them i would say just do it just just go you don't have to meet anybody you know just swipe see what you like see who's out there you know break up some conversations just do a lot of chatting you'd be interested to see what you find on these dating apps some of the profiles are and I feel like they really don't miss on anything if you try. Oh, for sure. If you don't end up liking anyone, then that's fine, but... Yeah, no, for sure. I, I would 100% say go for it. You know, just... You don't have to do anything. But especially being a mom, I mean, I feel like there's just no other way. I mean, I would love to meet somebody organically through a friend or the grocery store or whatever, but, like, it's just not how life works right now, you know? So, What's your opinion on how long to wait to introduce a new person to your children? Yeah, I mean, that's a complicated question because I did that. I had, you know, somebody that I wanted to meet my kids. And, you know, he even suggested because it would allow us to spend a lot more time together. So it was that relationship was about four or five months probably when I introduced him to the kids. And it was lovely. It was great until he got cold feet and the kids were too much. And and then I kind of, I don't know, I not, not regretted it, but I was just like, I need to be careful with this because I you know, um, I never, you know, the kids miss him, like they talk about him sometimes, but he wasn't, you know, such a presence in their lives where it was a really big loss for them necessarily. Um, but they still, you know, ask about him and I'm just like, I don't want a revolving door. Right. You know, I need to know if I'm, I don't, I don't think there's any rule. If you see it going long-term, I feel like, you know, then go for it. But, you know, you just have to kind of gauge and see where the relationship's at at that point yeah so i don't know if it was me being naive or what but just you know when you fall in love it's just hard to really i mean it kind of is you yeah. fall in love and you're you know you're everything goes out the window common sense goes out the window yeah. and even if i mean it could have not it could have been perfect right. cold feet happens and 
you know, maybe he just wasn't in the place where you were. Yeah, he's a man child. Man child. <laughs> Do you feel like dating men who also have children has been different? Right. So that is kind of what I learned from that relationship. Maybe I do need to date someone who had kids because I feel like, I mean, it's just enough to say that people who don't have kids are selfish, but like, it's definitely a different level of understanding to yeah. somebody. I mean, it's hard to understand bedtime routines that go out of control and off the rails and, or like a kid coming in the bed in the middle of the night, you know, like it's just hard to really kind of grasp that if you have never experienced it. So I do feel like maybe in the future I might, steer towards someone who has kids but that you know creates a whole different ball of wax you know how old are their kids ex-wives exactly what's the baby mama situation like you know um so i i don't know i'm just i feel like i'm open to all different types of situations so but i do think having like i having kids would probably be beneficial a better option yeah and they're not all man childs there's there's one that's going to be listening to this podcast that's going to dm me for your information i know that for a fact reach out (laughs) what is dr jenna doing from now on so you rented that relationship not on a bad note i wouldn't say but i know you personally so heartbroken heartbroken is really the word let's be honest honest. (laughs) so what what's next for you do you think yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out because, you know, I felt um, I was burned bad, you know, uh, and I'm still trying to figure out. But I definitely um, feel like I got the boy crazy phase out of my system, you know, because I have been in a relationship for so long. I mean, really, my whole life. I Your whole never, adult life, right? I had never dated ever, you know. Um, so I feel like I kind of got that phase out. So just kind of perusing, seeing what I want and just being pickier than ever <laughs> you know what I, mean? I love that put you first mm-hmm. that's very important yeah so i need to just heal and regroup and you know hope i'm hopeful i manifest them all there we go handsome keep it coming rich <laughs> <laughs> lovely intelligent man you know sugar daddy kind of kind of feels you know i'm gonna be opposed to sugar daddy <laughs> Does he need to have a pulse? <laughs> pulse is probably required. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, I don't know that if you go for sugar daddy, you're going to be able to drive stick shift. <laughs> I'm a very good caretaker, though. <laughs> My nature, so. <laughs> you heard it here first. But in all seriousness, if you were to paint a picture of the perfect man for you, what would that be? Um, I mean, kindness first, 100%, you know, open-minded, you know, I feel like, yeah, just open-minded, kind, you know, hard worker, loving, I I mean, I I feel like it's what everybody wants, you know, that's You've described every lesbian listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I told you my heart is lesbian. Yes. Other bits are not lesbian. The other bits are very much straight, but her heart is a lesbian. Yes. So this is a good time for you. The kids are small. You get to explore with them, find out what you want, what you don't want. And then somebody is just going to come in and they're going to add to it. You know, and that's the beautiful part of it. That's what I hope. Just someone who can accept my whole package, you know, not just me. They're super important, obviously. So I hope. It's a three-for-one deal. It is a three-for-one deal. and I mean, they're pretty amazing. I feel like they'll fall in love with my kids, you know, first. So. And the person that's yeah, worth the wait is, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, and if I'm an old maid forever, 
so be it. You know, my kids will take care of me. You'll just travel with Crystal and I, and they'll all think we're a throuple, and it works. Exactly. I'm down for that. <laughs> take me on all your adventures. <laughs> meet some random guys on the airbnb next door and we fine. there we go we have great times with uh, our neighbors in the airbnb mr manatee will keep me company yes he's not he doesn't require much mm -hmm. just he's a vegetarian right. we love that that's easy dad bought a little bit but we can deal with that. with that yeah he knows how to move the back mm -hmm. very well so <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> the only problem i sense is the he only nibble nibbles <laughs> I feel like the otter that kept swimming up. Okay. He might be a little more aggressive. He's pretty sleek. Dives in, pops up, you know, and he keeps coming around. So, hey, guys, we have a love triangle going on right now. So next episode, we'll let you know who she ended up picking. So thank you so much for being on the show. Of course, I love it. I hope that our questions will help listeners who are going through a divorce, who think they're stuck, like you felt at some point, and can see that there's clarity at the end of the of the tunnel for sure. There's a light and hope and happiness no matter what. And even if it's alone, it's better than being in a bad situation, 100%. And I'm glad I was able to show my kids that you don't have to stay broken, you know? I love that. I love that because you show them by your actions, and that's that's truly, they pick up on all of that. And just this good reflection of a strong a strong woman and I feel like that is backbone to their growth and development for sure yeah, you don't always feel strong but you're always stronger than you think you are heck yeah she lifted the kayak by herself yes. guys <laughs> one-handed while drinking a beer and the other <laughs> again thank you so much for being on the show um, guys if you like this episode subscribe if you have any questions if you have any topic ideas please send them in this is let's be honest I'd love it if you could subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with everyone you know. Your feedback is super welcomed and helpful. Please email us at lesbianis411 at gmail.com. Add us on Instagram at lesbianis underscore 411. I want your voice to be heard. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want to talk about. Reach out to me if you want to be interviewed on the podcast. Your stories matter. I'm excited to share them with you. Until next time. Stay true, stay proud, and always remember to keep it honest.